Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. Welcome one and all to episode 41 and season 3 of The Wonderland. Now, I hope you've all stayed well during the hiatus and I am very pleased to report that as promised, I have returned refreshed, rejuvenated and fully reloaded armed to the teeth with a plethora of new thoughts and theories for your consideration. Now, in case this is your first visit to the Wonderland, I should mention that my name is Jeff Healy. I am an Australian musician, singer-songwriter, comedian and coffee enthusiast, and I also work as a piano entertainer in Europe, just to make things interesting. Right, now in terms of format... The Wonderland comprises several regular segments, and today, given that this is the first episode in a brand new season, I thought it'd be nice if we mixed things up a bit and started with what is almost, almost everyone's favourite part of the show. And it is in my capacity as a musician that I would like to kick off today's episode by launching fearlessly into Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome to this special commemorative, official, industry-approved and limited edition of Jeff's Thought of the Day. Now, where was I? Uh, something about your capacity as a musician. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, okay. Um, yes, speaking in my capacity as a professional performing musician, I hereby declare that musicians need cables. And so does everybody else. Confused? Well, let me explain. Musicians, at least those of us who need to connect our instruments and or microphones to other things such as, I don't know, amplifiers, effects units, mixers and so on, rely on a variety of different cables to reliably do the job. Now, as much as being a full-time performing muso is in many respects the best job in the world, I got to admit that this part of it is bloody tedious. And I do think there'd be very few professional performers out there who would disagree with me on this, with the possible exception of famous ones who can afford roadies, etc, etc. But I think even those guys and girls would have had their time working their way up to superstardom, so maybe, yeah, I think we all understand and dislike the compulsory curse of the cable. Well, I mean, you know, there are wireless solutions, but these tend to be expensive and occasionally a bit unreliable, and so we generally feel safer being what we call hardwired. That is, using cables, as much as they can be a bit of a drag, literally. So this morning I found myself sorting out a small mountain of tangled cables in my home studio slash rehearsal space whilst listening to Spotify and watching YouTube at the same time. And then I got to thinking about how so much of our entertainment these days is about streaming. It feels like a relatively new thing, but if you think about it, Streaming has kind of been around for more than a hundred years. Because, I mean, TV and radio were streaming services in a sense, weren't they? Well, sort of. Although back then, of course, it was all done with different tech, all broadcast-based, done over the air via antennas and satellites, but not really as much of a set-and-forget proposition as the streaming services that we have now which would essentially be merely banks of high-powered computer servers tucked away somewhere and having a vast amount of content from which to choose. 
instead of actual radio or TV stations offering limited programming at set times. And that, ladies and gents, brings me back to the subject of cables. Yes, we musicians need them, but strangely enough, so does everyone, whether they realise it or not. In fact, we are dependent upon cables in order to cater for three of the four basic human needs. Electricity, communications and entertainment. And although we think of entertainment streaming as a wireless thing, it is, interestingly enough, just as dependent on cables as radio or TV ever was back in the day. But now, of course, they're big, sexy, expensive, broadband, glass, fibre, whatever the hell they are cables, and most of the time you can't see them, but they are there, under the ocean, underground, unnoticed. And, of course, thanks to these cables, what's different now is that we've got more choice and more quality, and we can stream pretty much anything except for physical objects, obviously. Like food, which would be awesome. Anyway, look, the point is, there are more choices of where and how we can watch whatever is out there to see, as well as more choice in the amount of content available, and in potentially better quality. That is, if you're prepared to spend even more money on better cables at home. And so, the next time somebody tries to tell you about the things in life that are really important, you can stun them by agreeing with them, and then cleverly remind them that everything worthwhile comes at a price. As in, a price per metre. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yes, that was my thought of the day. And further on the subject of entertainment, we here at The Wonderland pride ourselves in being innovative, on the cutting edge, and unafraid of changing things up on the show in case an idea comes up which seems that it might be a pretty good one and which might get us, you know, three more listeners without losing 700. And I suppose time will tell with that one. Anyway, I would now like to introduce just such an innovation. And this is the very first in a brand new series of occasional segments to be brought in to the Wonderland on an every now and then basis. You know, just to keep all of you Wonderlanders on your toes out there in listening land. And because I reckon that everybody likes a surprise, especially if it's free and doesn't involve actual physical pain or unwanted vegetables. But as I've always said, there's only one way to find out for sure. And so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I now present to you the very first and self-explanatory edition of Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. I would like to welcome you, Kevin, to the very first instalment of Good Times, of which you are an integral part. Ah, oh, thank you very much. It's great to be here, Jeff. Thanks. Oh, thanks for joining me, Kevin. All the listeners out there, of course. And by way of explanation, folks, Kevin is Canadian. Yes. He was born in America. But we won't hold that against him at this point. Appreciate that. Thanks. He now lives in Austria, however, which is not that far from here, is it? I mean, because I well, live in Germany and it's just over the border and a bit of a hop and skip and jump. Well, it's far, but not too far. I mean, I can't run here, so. No, even though I, I'd like him to try sometime. No, yeah. I could try it, Jeff. Take a long time, though. Oh, I'd enjoy that if it okay. took a long time. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yes, we've been, I don't know, he's been my friend and musical colleague for about 30 years. I'm kind of more of a musical colleague, sorry. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, look, we do go back a ways, lots of water under the bridge, lots of good times, great times, great times, great days, stories to tell, Lake of Zurich, others, yeah, yeah, many so of which 
we'll never be sharing with anybody. Might be better. Mm-hmm. Anyway, look, as this is the first instalment of the segment, we will basically introduce you, Kev, and break down a few of the truths and myths surrounding your current existence on planet Earth. Did you say myths? No, I said myths. Myth, myths, like myths. Canadian myths. No, no, no. no. Winter normal, myths. normal myths. No, no, no. A myth. A myth. I didn't know it was mythical. Go ahead. Myth, mythter. Myth and mythter. Go ahead. Myth. Myth to Kevin. Myth. Right. Anyway, so first of all, perhaps, Kevin, we should start with your name. Now, why do they call you Little Kev? I didn't know they call... Who's calling me Little Kev? Well, well I do. And, and, and For how long? Look, I think I can answer that question quite mm-hmm. easily. So allow me to step in for a moment, Kev, if you don't mind. You see, folks, the thing is, Kev is shorter than me. Oh, thanks. No, well, he's not... No, you're not little, though. No, you, like okay. you wouldn't accidentally... Like not see him or step on him or mistake him for a dwarf. Okay. Well, that's that's handy. Well, it's good to know. I think from your point of view, you know, yeah. you can walk down the street confident that yeah. you won't be stood on. Yeah. Well, and I, no, it's a thing. Take that to heart okay. in, in the most yeah. positive way, Kev. Yeah. No, the thing is, I mean, for that matter, I'm not really big. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> I gotta touch that one. No, don't go neither. No. Uh, but because there is this height differential between us. It is one of the many opportunities I have to make myself feel superior. Well, but can I can I point out that you're actually sitting higher than me? Uh, that was a very deliberate move. I did it to make you feel comfortable, Kev. Uncomfortable or comfortable? Either. Take your pick. Okay, good. Okay, it's all good. And uh, yeah, so you've sometimes got to make allowances for your friends, and I make allowances for my friends and also for Kevin sometimes too. <laughs> In any <laughs> case, look, you wouldn't stand on him. And I have to basically point out that I have... Not a lot of hair on my head. I've noticed that, Jeff. However, Kevin has even less than me. However, I was instrumental in removing your hair many years ago, if you remember. On my head? Yes. Yes, Good. on your head, Let's Kev. leave it there. Oh, yes, leave it there. Well, we didn't leave it there, did we? We, no, we didn't. No, we left it, it on the floor. It wasn't left, and yeah. it's never returned. Correct. I wonder it, why. Yes, it escaped and has never made its way back. And uh, your real name is Kevin McDonald, am I correct? It is correct, sir. Okay, but nowadays you go by the name of Kevin Owen, which is not a deed poll name change by any means, is Did it? you say Deadpool? No, deed poll. De- Deadpool De- is a no, movie. No. Yeah, yeah, but deed poll is... Uh, Maybe you can... Okay. Now, you know what? Well, what does it mean? Well, okay, deed poll. All right. A poll, like you stick it in the ground outside your house, and you, like a poll, you know, yeah. a flagpole, and then you have a deed... Um, which is something that says that you own a place and you stick it to the pole. Wait, 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 wait. What? You mean it's a deed, like an ownership? Yeah, so well, it's a deed, like a deed to a house? Well, it's a deed pole. You put the deed on the pole and it's called a deed pole. I'll just accept that. Yeah, please do. And you put your name on it, whatever your name happens to be. And that's how it works, folks. So in any case, um, it's, in your case, more of an artist name, isn't yes. it? Yes, it is. Yes. yes, because like me, you are a singer, songwriter and piano entertainer. Indeed I am. Mm -hmm. So, in order to give me an opportunity to make you look foolish, can you tell us why that came about? Well, um, yeah, I mean, people were misspelling my name, McDonald. Uh, They laughed when uh, I said my last name was McDonald, as if I owned the burger joint, which wouldn't be a bad thing. I'd be richer than I am today. But, um, yeah, I tried to shorten it, and in fact... When I look at it now, is it ecologically the right thing to do? Because I'm saving ink. Well, why couldn't you have called yourself something economical like Kevin Pork? Uh, I don't know. Because Kevin Bacon was already taken. That was pretty good. 
That was very, very good, Kevin. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Thank you very Owen much. McDonald. Thank you. Paul. Is there any applause here? No, no, not that we can hear. But Okay. Anyway, Kevin, do you realise that there are now more artists on Spotify called Kevin Owen than there are on Spotify named Kevin McDonald? No. Did you search that? Mm-hmm. I did. Yep. Yeah, I did. So would you see this change of name as perhaps a failed experiment in brand identification? I never really thought about it before. And but if we're I... out of time, and of course, we'll Don't be... I get to answer the question? No. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Thanks. And that's it for the inaugural edition of Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And I'd like to sincerely thank my sometime partner in crime, Kevin Owen or MacDonald, had a farmy. No. I'm sorry, that was disrespectful. Kevin, I apologise to you unreservedly. His name is Kevin Owen MacDonald. Okay, so it's not even like McDonald's, the burger joint that he referred to, because that would be McDonald, okay? Kevin's is MacDonald. So, folks, get it right. Anyway, Kev, thanks for co-hosting, and I'm sure that we will be back with more good times very soon. Unless, of course, there's an unfortunate accident. So, now back to the tried and true, and I think it might be time for Song of the Day, during which we take a bit of a listen to one of my musical creations, or indeed, one of someone else's, should they meet the exacting standards which would qualify them as a Wonderland-approved artist. As it happens, however, today's song is one of mine. It's a single which I wrote, recorded and released back in January 2021. It falls pretty squarely into the blues category. And this is Lucky Ticket. Well, I bought me a lucky ticket. Oh, it cost me my very last time. Yeah, I got my lucky ticket. And I paid my very last time. Get so tired of waiting Just want to get what's mine That mirror on the wall He got too much to say That mirror on my bathroom wall He got way too much to say I just stare him down Until he looks the other way There's something about blues, about that type of music, which brings out a certain type of lyric, or that a certain type of lyric really suits. And this song is about, in my mind at least, change versus chance in life. Do we take a gamble to get things to improve or do we change something about our situation? Uh, it's a tough choice sometimes. And I found myself in hell Break no doubt in Jesus And his truth has set me free Yeah, I got a friend in Jesus Got hungry mouths to feed So my holy love 
ticket, ticket is the only thing I need. to make what you will of that lyric. And if you would like to hear the rest of the song, or any of my other musical creations for that matter, you can do that by going straight to my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com. And you can listen, you can download, and you can share the music from there absolutely free of charge. Alternatively, you can also hear my music on the major streaming services. Right, now, it does seem that today's show is pretty much all about the subject of entertainment, and so I think we're going to continue with that theme in the next segment of The Wonderland as I present to you my latest theory. And what better place to stick that theory than theory time? Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. Now, Hollywood, or if you like, the movie business, has always needed to reinvent itself as far as concepts for new movies is concerned. You know, like with any multi-million dollar business, there has always been a tendency to copy whatever new idea has worked really well with the general public and then slavishly come up with more of the same until that particular well runs dry. And so, understandably, there have always been those in the movie business who are constantly on the lookout for the next big thing. Now, the first next big thing concept I was ever aware of was the sequel. And then when it became clear that, with only a few notable exceptions, most sequels were nowhere near as good as the original movie, people started becoming a bit less interested in that idea. Until one day, the word prequel suddenly appeared as the next really terrific idea. Now, to be honest, I never really liked the idea of a prequel at first. That is, until I saw a few really good ones. But inevitably, that concept has also lost a bit of steam over the years. It's kind of lost its shine now. And that has brought us to the age of the non-linear spin-off which is kind of like where movie makers and directors and studios create new ideas and stories based on, but not necessarily linked to older stories, by sort of thinking outside the box whilst still hanging on to the box. And I actually think that's a good thing. I've got no problem with the movie and TV business making loads of money, as long as they're delivering really good entertaining stuff and finding innovative new ways to milk that cow, so to speak. So... I think for the first time in a very long time, we've been getting some genuinely really good blockbuster spin-offs, both at the cinema and on the streaming services, which are sufficiently well-conceived, produced and acted, not just to feed the insatiable appetites of die-hard fans and true believers in particular movie franchises, but to appeal to a whole new generation of viewers. Of course, here at The Wonderland, we like to stay a step ahead of trends such as this. And so I am now going to reveal to you a theory which I believe will be the next wave in reimaginings of some existing movie blockbusters. Okay? Now, look, I realise that my idea is quite revolutionary and that some of you might need a little bit of time to wrap your heads around its potential. But, look, basically, the deal is this. 
I am suggesting the creation of not sequels, not prequels, not spin-offs, but an entirely different concept altogether. Now, my theory, which is at the heart of this new concept, is based on Schinkelgruber's well-founded but slightly verbose law of subconsciousness physics, namely that to every absolute there is a quantity neither equal nor opposite, but slightly similar sounding. Yeah, that's right, I'm talking about multi-billion dollar productions with titles vaguely reminiscent of other really successful movies. And so we're going to kick off with a continuation of the enormously successful Fast and the Furious franchise via worldwide release of our production, tentatively titled The Sluggish and the Slightly Annoyed, a three-hour summer blockbuster set entirely inside a family car in a traffic jam. And look, I mean, honestly, it doesn't get much more exciting than that. No, that release will be followed later in the year by a reimagining of that timeless classic western, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Our movie's also going to be set in the American Midwest in the 1860s, right? A kind of, I don't know, spaghetti western horror comedy drama science fiction period piece about the birth of America's plastic surgery industry and is titled The Nice, The Nasty and The Slightly Unfortunate Looking. Now, needless to say, I've got a host of other titles and concepts ready to go, so if you're a studio head or an executive producer with a bit of clout, drop me a line and let's get those cameras rolling. This is what I know. Theory time. And that was theory time. Now, at the beginning of season two, we introduced the very first occasional segment to The Wonderland, and that was a little thing called Take It From Me. Well... As if one occasional segment in today's show wasn't enough. Oh, so life's got you wondering How you gonna take it Well, you can take it from me Yeah, you can take it from me Yes, and so before we finish today's show, we're going to take a quick trip to our local supermarket where technology is beginning to take a disturbing turn. Yes, I'm talking about the growing phenomenon of self-service checkouts. Now, whilst I can see the reasons for the advent of these things, I do have a couple of concerns. I know that employee unions are claiming, not unreasonably, that these automated checkouts are replacing jobs. I also accept that, like any commercial enterprise, supermarkets are in the business of making money. But there are two very more important things for us all to consider. One, the last time I checked, I wasn't getting paid by the supermarket to do the job of an employee. And two, I'm pretty sure slavery has been abolished. Well, you can take it from me. Yeah, you can take it from yeah, me. Showing a bit of love to the checkout guys and girls everywhere there. And that brings us morally and ethically to the end of this week's episode of The Wonderland. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please leave a like or a comment if you have, and if it's possible, depending on where you're listening from. And please also feel free to get in touch via my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com. And remember, folks, I will be back next Friday with a brand new episode. So until then, think special, keep yourselves nice, and join me again real soon for another breathtaking journey through the Wonderland. Just on the land, 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 land. Gotta come back to the
Chips, one, two, three.